0: Good morning, and welcome to SGL Daily. This is Christy Ropers, and today we begin 1 Kings and our reading plan. Originally one book, Kings was divided to fit on two scrolls. Also, in the Hebrew Bible, Kings concludes the former prophets, meaning the books of Moses, Joshua, Judges, and First and Second Samuel, as an account of God's judgment of Israel's history. With that in mind, The role of the prophets in this book is unmistakable. First and Second Kings covers the story of the monarchy from Solomon through the divided kingdom of Israel and Judah to the exile of Israel and then the exile of the final king in Judah. Today's reading covers David anointing his son Solomon as his successor, David's death and the subsequent establishment of Solomon's rule. We will focus this morning on Solomon's anointing. Let's read verses 32 through 40. King David said, Call to me Zadok the priest, Nathan the prophet, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada. So they came before the king, and the king said to them, Take with you the servants of your Lord and have Solomon, my son, ride on my own mule and bring him down to Gihon and let Zadok the priest and Nathan the prophet there anoint him king over Israel. Then blow the trumpet and say, Long live King Solomon. You shall then come up after him and he shall come and sit on my throne for he shall be king in my place. And I have appointed him to be ruler over Israel and over Judah. And Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, answered the king, Amen. May the Lord, the God of my Lord, the king, say so. As the Lord has been with my Lord, the king, even so may he be with Solomon. And may his throne greater than the throne of my Lord, King David. So Zadok the priest Nathan the prophet and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada and the Carathites and the Pelathites went down and had Solomon ride on King David's mule and brought him to Gihon. There Zadok the priest took the horn of oil from the tent and anointed Solomon. Then they blew the trumpet and all the people said, Long live King Solomon. And all the people went up after him, playing on pipes and rejoicing with great joy, so that the earth was split by their noise. This is the word of the Lord. Gihon was the main water source located right outside of the city in the Kidron Valley. So it was the natural gathering place for the city. Solomon was mounted on David's royal mule, which demonstrated to everyone that this anointing had David's blessing. Thus, there was no doubt as to the matter of succession. Solomon was anointed and established in public with triumphant celebration. God's people were publicly celebrating God's king with loud cheers. This is a striking parallel to the life of Jesus. In his last week, Jesus is anointed with fragrant oils by Mary and later rides into Jerusalem on a donkey through the Eastern Gate or the Golden Gate, which is prophesied as the gate through which the Messiah will enter, the Messiah, or in Hebrew, Meshiach, which means the Anointed One. Instead of being crowned during a coronation, ancient Hebrew kings were anointed with sacred oil perfumed by spices. Kings typically wore this strong oil continually to set them apart from the unwashed masses. The scent was like an invisible crown, which conferred their uniqueness or holiness. Likewise, the scent from Mary's oil would have lingered for days. Jesus' entry was not just any rabbi coming into Jerusalem for Passover. No, the crowd a thousand years after Solomon saw Jesus as their long-awaited Redeemer, the Anointed One. In Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, he says, But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession, and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. For we are the aroma of Christ to God among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. Now, I have known people who enter a room and seem to bring in with them a stench from the bowels of hell. You know, the people who make you smile not with their arrival, but with their departure. We, as children of God, are a kingdom of priests carrying the fragrant aroma of Christ to all around us. That's what I want, to carry the aroma of Christ, to have that invisible something which sets me apart, that something which makes people breathe deeply instead of hold their breath, or that something which causes people to open their mouths in praise of God instead of setting their teeth on edge. We've all been both of these in our lifetime. Everyone has. But as Christ followers, we've been called to follow him in a triumphal procession into the kingdom of God. A procession full of the unwashed masses or rather washed in the blood of Jesus. Let's pray. Abba father Thank you for this word today. Thank you for showing us that your word is eternal. That the son of David, Solomon, Solomon, was but a forerunner to your son. We ask the Holy Spirit to empower us to spread the fragrance of knowledge of Christ everywhere we go. In your son's name we pray. Amen.